0: If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. vision.org.au slash app. Vision. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au.
1: Well, as you know, ever since Bill Shorten introduced his bill into the Parliament just recently, the issues of the same-sex marriage debate are only going to get more prominent. And it's prompted church leaders around the nation to get together and sign a common letter that they've sent to the Prime Minister. Let's talk about some of the actions church leaders are taking, some of the things that they're saying. Jenny Stokes from Salt Shakers back with us. Hello, Jenny. Welcome back to 2020.
0: Hello, Neil. Great to be on.
1: Jenny, you and your husband, Peter, Salt Shakers, you have been talking for long, long years about getting back to the basics of understanding the issues about marriage. Church leaders are really taking up the battle this week with a letter to the Prime Minister.
0: Well, that's right, and it's certainly a good thing to see that uh, this letter has been signed by so many religious leaders, and it has been uh, taken further than the Christian community, although certainly the the impetus for doing it has come, come from there, and many of the archbishops right across, you know, Catholic, Anglican, some of the Orthodox archbishops from, from the various churches have all signed the letter. You've also got... Uh, uh, evangelical and Pentecostal movements, Australian Christian churches. You've got Dr. Phil Pringle's uh, church and others. You've got uh, all all the mainline Protestant denominations uh, and so on have all signed this letter. And as well as that, they've actually got uh, rabbis from some of the uh, synagogues in Sydney and so on and also some of the Islamic leaders um, from both Sunni and Shia. We know there's a different... um, distinction of course in these days between Sunni and Shia but they've all signed it as well and so that's sort of interesting to say Look, we actually don't want any change to the Marriage Act, we think it should remain between a man and a woman and the imp- what they're really focusing on then is that all of the people in our faith communities actually have this position, that you know, marriage is between a man and a woman. We don't want same-sex marriage. And so it's actually a very powerful statement. And I think if people read it and get it across to other people, show it to their politicians, for instance, to say, look, this is what all of these religious leaders across the country are saying, of how it will change the status of marriage. But it also talks about the impact that has, once countries have legalised marriage, the impact on people of conscience choosing perhaps, you know, not to provide services for a same sex wedding and so on, the pressure that comes on them, so they actually highlight that.
1: You know, it's one thing that impressed me in reading the letter is that it isn't just a localised. Uh, examination of the issue in other words just talking about what's going on in Australia but there is a global focus and I know there they're talking about not only governments uh, but courts and uh, international courts continue to recognize the truth that marriage is a union of a man and a woman oriented to the begetting and nurturing of children Uh, there's a number of ways they've phrased that and repeated it through the document which is very very powerful
0: well that's that's right and it's you know entitled with all the signatures it's a seven page document so about four pages on the letter they actually quote the United Nations declaration of human rights um you know from the 1950s and it actually sort of affirms that there is a right to marry and found a family and so on and it it implies in principle the possibility to cro- procreate and that again from the United Nations um and that's the basis of what marriage is so everybody has this right to marry but marriage is between a man and a woman who have this ability a natural ability to form families and really as we've said um and they point out there that you know only 21 of the 193 nations of the world have actually endorsed homosexual marriage we hear a lot about more countries are doing it and certainly some in the west and that's become come because of pressure from homosexual activists and countries saying oh well we don't want to discriminate so yes we'll give in but really when you ask people um, many people are still very concerned we were on holiday last week and people we spoke to sort of say well maybe I'm old-fashioned but I don't I don't agree with it And when you actually get down to talking to people, many, many people actually don't support it.
1: You know, we've got to keep talking about this issue, haven't we? Because if we don't talk about it, it's as though there's a vacuum there that's waiting to be filled by people who want to change the way that marriage, which is a foundation cornerstone of society, if we don't talk about it, the change will come.
0: Well, that's right. And and certainly there was another poll done this week and the figures were much, much lower, like... 13 14% lower than the the ones that most of the politicians are quoting and they're quoting that 72% of people in Australia support same-sex marriage but that particular poll was called the Texta Crosby poll done last year was actually commissioned by the Australian Marriage Equality Group the pro-homosexual group and although we haven't seen the questions for that particular survey what we've found from previous surveys is that the way the questions are asked or the way they're framed can actually influence what people's responses are. And so, you know, you have another poll that's done differently, you get a lower result. But the point is really that this isn't a matter of what do the people think, you know. If if we made government rules on what do the people want, we'd be in an absolute mess. And. Uh, Peter wrote an article yesterday just called Back to Basics, Why We Must Say No to Same-Sex Marriage. And he's got a number of just really basic truths there. And the importance of um, of saying, look, it's not natural. It's not healthy. There's no evidence to say that. In fact, we know the reverse. Um, he talks about how, you know, homosexuals initially push for, you know, just... Domestic partnerships, but they weren't happy with that. Or initially, it was decriminalisation of homosexuality, and it was on the basis of, well, we shouldn't worry about what people do in their own bedrooms. But he points out that we have lots of rules that say, you know, whether if things are done in their own bedrooms, you know, uh, sex with a sibling, um, you know, rape, other things, you know, we are concerned about those things. So, but once they got through and had that decriminalised, then they've been pushing progressively for recognition of relationships, relationship registers, civil unions, and now marriage. And so it's always a push and it's all about acceptance. So he's put out some basic truths there and said, look, you know, we actually need to, to get back to the basics. In well, many countries, you know, few few homosexuals actually marry even if they've got the ability to do so.
1: Well, this push is on from the same-sex side of this marriage argument, and uh, it is a relentless push. It does mean that people who want to stand up for marriage between one man and one woman, with the idea that it's children who constitute the very basis of states recognition and regulation of marriage uh, people need to stand up now and not uh, not let these things actually overtake us
0: well that, that's indeed the case and and just relating to children peter points out in his article too that you know we can't just sort of say look this is just about children it's actually about the foundation Of society because many of the homosexuals have um, rights or access to children already and most of those are state-based laws. So things like IVF or an adoption are state-based things and they've already got a a number of those things already. So we have to use a whole range of arguments, not just focus on just the children, but, but actually look at the foundation of society, why governments register marriages in the first place and they register it because it provides a, a you know a solid foundation for society for the protection of women and children and uh, you know the Governments aren't in it just because, you know, they're endorsing morality. They're endorsing um, the foundation of marriage
1: itself. Well, Jenny, people have been saying, what are the church leaders saying about marriage? Well, they have now made a very major statement, a letter that they have co-endorsed to the Prime Minister. That actually is showing leadership, isn't it, to what we all need to be doing in, in contacting our local federal member of parliament?
0: Well, that's exactly right. And look, one of the things that everyone could do is um, just go to our website. On the front page of our website, we've got a link to the actual letter that that was that was printed. People could print off the letter and drop it in and and say hello to their MP. In fact, uh, while they're not in Parliament this week, just go to their po- politician and say, look. You know, this is the open letter that's been sent by all the religious leaders. I endorse this. You know, please don't vote for same-sex marriage. And it can be really easy if you take a piece of paper with you. So this letter would be good to do that with.
1: Well, Jenny Stokes, always good getting your insights and people can simply Google salt shakers and you'll have that link to the letter that church leaders have sent to the Prime Minister and some encouragement to do the same with your local federal MP. Jenny Stokes, always good talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.
0: Always great to be with you.